You got to edit this out. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Jerk with the back. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban, writer at Mavs.com, and guest of Ben and Skin on 105.3 The <laughs> Fan today, Isaac. What's the second G in Mavs GG gaming stand for? Stop it, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's here's my only guess at it is, like, when some people play each other, they're like, hey, GG, good game. It's like over. The Mavs good game? No, I mean, obviously it stands for something. I just don't know. Anyway, we'll explain what we were talking about in a minute if you're completely lost on that. So today what we are going to be diving into is the Mavericks lost a game they weren't supposed to lose, but did. So we will talk about that, the Mavericks versus the Orlando Magic game. Then we'll be getting into the uh, the E-League draft, the NBA 2K League. We'll be talking about the draft. They uh, happened today. The Mavs had the first overall pick. And so Isaac and I will be talking about that. He did a really great piece on uh, Mavs.com slash Mavs Gaming. You can go check that out and uh, and read all about it and read what this is going to be about. It's really, it's really, really interesting. So if you are if you don't know, you know, what the whole – you know, if you saw all of us tweeting about it, if you don't know what the whole you know esports and NBA 2K league, if what what all that's about, we are going to explain everything that we know about it in the last segment of this show. So, let's get right into it and talk about the uh, the Mavericks losing. So, first of all, they they lost. We'll talk about the game in a minute. There's not too much to get into, but. With the loss, the Mavericks move a half game ahead of Orlando in the tank standings or the draft lottery. So right now they're in fourth, and they are a game and a half behind Atlanta. Atlanta would have to win two more games um, to be able for the Mavericks to have even a chance to pass them or to tie them. And Dallas would have to lose out. And Dallas would have to lose out. So I'm not sure that's going to happen. So it seems like, and I saw a couple of people tweet this today, that the Mavs' highest place they can get in the lottery is four, which is where they stand right now. Um, because Atlanta's schedule is interesting coming up. They have uh, Boston, the 76ers, the Heat, and the Wizards. And it doesn't seem like any of those games are losable for them. But you never know. Those All those teams could come in and be complacent. Uh, the Celtics are, are really injury riddled right now. Sixers don't have Embiid. The they almost beat the Heat the other day, and the uh, the Wizards are just trying to figure themselves out with John Wall getting back into the mix. Yeah, two things to that. We thought Portland was beating Dallas for sure. Yeah, we thought that two was so, absolutely. I mean, most people thought that was just in the bag. Didn't happen. Another thing to keep in mind: some of these playoff teams, the that last game of the season. It could be something to where they might want to lose to if it meant if they want a certain matchup in that first round of the playoffs. So it's just something to keep in mind. You don't see it happening too much, but you know, for a team like let's say Washington, they play Washington in the last game, right? Yeah, yeah like what yeah, if, one of their games. Yeah, like what if Washington or you know, their last game of the season, you know, one of those last games and they're like, 
hey, no, normally it happens on the last game of the season because that's the one you can, you know, you know exactly kind of what it is going into the game. And let's say they really like a matchup with somebody. They prefer playing like Indiana in the first round compared to like Cleveland or something like that. And a loss means they play like Indiana. I'm just like, you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So like, you just never know when it comes to those. You know, they could be like, "Hey, well, well, we're gonna rest Bill, John Wall, and everybody." <laughs> or if they're not gonna move at all, if you if you're stuck in one spot, you can't go anywhere. That becomes an absolutely meaningless game. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, even like the rest versus rust thing doesn't really come into play with one basketball game. Yeah, and so that, I mean that's the exact point right there. To where if it if that game means absolutely nothing then, you know, a team like that or something, they might rest some people and like, hey, there's no reason of risk or hurt, you know, an injury or something before the playoffs. So this is where the uh, the tank standings line up right now. Phoenix has 59 losses and 20 wins. Doesn't seem like anybody's going to be able to catch them because Memphis has 21 wins, but they only have 56 losses. I mean, that that is just a tall order for someone to catch with only, you know, a few games left in their season. Most teams have... Uh, between uh, between five and be- between like three and five games left, I would say it seems mm-hmm. like. And so, in that, uh, man, it would just be really hard to get to uh, get th- four more losses for the the Grizzlies and then two more wins for the the Suns. <laughs> I mean, we're start, we re- start to get into like little math here with just like trying to figure out what is possible <laughs> and what is not. You know, what's really funny is. Back in, I know we did a poor bet on this, but also before, right when the season started, I went on this like Memphis radio station with this guy and we were talking about Mavericks and Grizzlies. And I told him my board bet with you of, I was like, you know what? I'll say this. I think the Mavericks finished with a better record this season than the Grizzlies. And I got roasted for it. And yeah, it was like, <laughs> and all this stuff. And I was like, and now it's just funny that the Mavericks are probably going to have the fourth or fifth worst record and still have a better record than the Grizzlies. Now, I, didn't, I didn't think we were going to be that bad. Granted, I thought we were going to be like 10th in the West, 9th in the West, something like that. But, yeah, it's just kind of funny that I still win my bet, but I didn't think it was going to be like this far down in the, in the standings. Oh, man. Yeah, and, and they've just had the season from hell. I mean, like they could not lose any of those guys to injury, Gasol, Conley, they had to have somebody else step up, whether that's Parsons or Jermichael Green or something like that, and they just didn't have literally any of those things happen. <laughs> like, just yeah. none of those things happened for them. So, and they just decided to tank. They t- they decided to tank pretty early. You could just tell uh, they were, you know, holding Marcus all out from some games that he would probably have played normally and things like that. So they just decided to go all for it. And so this season for them is sort of just, it's pretty much been a wash. I mean, they, the lineups yeah. that they're kind of playing, there's just no NBA players in there, which is just kind of hard to watch. Even, even like tonight, the Mavericks had a couple NBA players, but you know, <laughs> we can talk about that. Did you, did you even know who Kim Birch was before tonight? Yeah. Cause I, I mean, they had played the magic before, so I had seen him before. <laughs> I can't tell you anything about him. I know he's a big <laughs> But, yeah. yeah, I know he's a pretty mobile big, and he hit a hook shot tonight that kind of helped him down the stretch. Sealed the deal, yeah. So uh, the the rest of the lottery, so you have Phoenix and Memphis. Doesn't seem like anybody's going to be able to catch them. Atlanta, I think, has a chance to catch Memphis to to flip right there. 
but then that seems to be your top three. I, I don't think anybody's going to be able to get into that top three. You'd have to have mm. these guys winning, you know, two to three, maybe four games. <laughs> uh, it's impossible for the Mavericks to get the number one seed right now in the uh, in the lottery, unless they win it, you know, win the lottery. Oh yeah, yeah, no, and just and this, we're this is also something I want to get to about this lottery, and then we'll move on. Is that the uh, this is just the chances that you can get the number one pick. A lot of people are treating this like there's no possible way for you to get the number one pick yeah. at all. Like, you know, kind of like I, the way I said it sounds like that, but that's not what I meant. Uh, this is so the Mavericks. Nick, Nick I have an analytic uh, project for you. Oh, I'm so ready. It's not, even really, it's not even really an analytic project. Okay. Go back and find the last time or how many times in the last like 20 or 30 years that the top three picks in the draft have went exact order. Yeah, I think that that – we had a chalk lottery. I think it was 2015 or 16. It was like completely chalk, like 100% went the way that it should have. But it does – usually never happens like that. Like the couple times that Cleveland has won, they were like ninth. Oh, yeah, that was just dumb. (laughs) Just a weird – Like how many times has it went exactly chalk and then how many times in the past like 30 years or since the lottery that teams three through 14 – jump in i mean four through 14 jump in he ha- it has to be really high yeah it just seems to happen a lot but if the mavericks stay where they are which is fourth and we're not sure about that it seems like it seems like they'll either be fourth fifth or sixth that that is sort of the the area where they're they're they are i don't think they can get anywhere past seven like i'm not even like really monitoring atlanta right now because i don't think they're going to win two more games no so like really the teams right now i'm looking at is orlando Sacramento is there who's the, is there another Brooklyn team or is it just them two Brooklyn is 25 and 53 so how many are we up on them so the, the Mavericks went two more games than they're then they have more wins than Brooklyn Ooh, I don't who that's tough and Brooklyn's in seventh and then after that it's New York they have 27 wins yeah so I'm not, really just focused on Orlando and Sacramento at this point yeah yeah. yeah, but if but if anything, I think that we can pretty much lock it down that the Mavericks are not going to be anywhere past seven <laughs> in the lottery standing. In the but in the odds, yes, yeah, in the odds. Like I was saying earlier, this is still just the chances. So right now, the Mavericks, if they stay at four, they have a thirty-seven point eight percent chance at a top three pick and an eleven point nine percent chance at the number one overall pick. Those are those are decent odds. I mean that that is pretty good. Okay, if if Dallas lands at four at the end of the season, yeah, how how crazy, how much crazy voodoo type of crap are we gonna see on lottery night from fans on Twitter and everything <laughs> to try to get this first pick? So you grew up in a state that has snow days, right? Here exactly. in Texas, we don't have snow. We probably have snow days maybe like once a year, maybe, and that's only just because it snowed that one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like it just knows the one time and that's it but growing up we had this thing in ohio called snow dances did you do the snow dance oh i've heard about snow dances okay so you, what what the rumor was and the, the legend and the myth was that you would take your pajamas and you would turn them inside out and you would do this dance and you would like sing this song i can't even remember the song or what you were supposed to say but you would turn your pajamas inside out, do the snow dance, and then you would get a snow day the next day. Like it was just. It sounds like something David Koresh would think of in Waco. It's. <laughs> <laughs> well, they haven't had any snow days, have they? So it didn't, <laughs> didn't seem to work for them. Uh, but that's what we would do in like elementary school, and we're gonna need some lotto dances. Is what we're gonna need. 
Oh we're yeah. Gonna need we need submissions. Like we need submissions. We need ideas. That's what we should do. Give us, send us your ideas at locked on Mavs at Nick van exit at Isaac L Harris. Send us your ideas for the, uh, the lotto dances because it's coming. It's coming pretty, pretty soon. And we're going to lotto be dances, in. lotto luck. We need something in, well, now we're just thinking of this off the fly. And then <laughs> then we can maybe, like, look at our best ones, maybe throw them in, like, a little bracket or something, us vote, and then let's try to figure out the top one that we all need to do on lottery night. What's going to bring the most luck? Yes, the best one that we can we get submitted in. There we go. All right, let's go ahead and get right into the uh, Dallas versus Orlando game. Woo. <laughs> uh, can we just say that Aaron Harrison played 42 minutes? <laughs> Uh, we had, and uh, that's the whole segment. Jonathan Motley played 41 minutes, and Kyle Collinsworth played 35 minutes. The list of players that did not play, um, pretty much the starting five. <laughs> so before, before the game, Dennis, Dennis was ruled out. Dirk was ruled out. Harrison Barnes was ruled out. Dwight Powell was ruled out. And In uh, addition to Seth yeah, West. West. <laughs> All the other ones. Uh, Dirk didn't even make the trip, so he's out no. for the next two games. Um, At least. And, yeah. okay, we also need to mention this. Carlisle made some, when it's written out, he made an ominous statement that said, yeah. somebody asked him, okay, is Dirk going to play? He's like, no, Dirk didn't make the trip. Is he going to play You know, the other two games in this road trip? And he said, I'm not authorized to say anything more on that. <laughs> so, my friend, our friend Tamara Jolie tweeted i think i'm she said i'm predicting it's either he's done for the season or he's done for good oh gosh she tweeted that she did and oh my gosh and so i do i tweeted back to her i said you're making me nervous (laughs) (laughs) i think this is just a carlisle like kind of smug snarky kind of thing it's like PR told him not to say anything dumb because then people could jump to those conclusions that dirk was going to be done you know forever like yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't think that. Well. <laughs> or they're holding him out for the road trip for the final home game because that would be his final game. Next topic. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's stick with this game. So, like like Isaac said, Aaron Harrison. Yes, that's right. Aaron Harrison, one of the twins from Kentucky, <laughs> played 42 minutes. This is one and of the so most did obvious Jonathan ta- Motley. Listen. Listen, I just need to go in on everybody right now. Okay. <laughs> Everyone listening, you've been asking for Jonathan Motley for so long, for the entire season. Now you just got 41 minutes of Jonathan Motley. That was probably four games worth of what we thought we were going to get of Jonathan Motley. So there you go. All those games where you're like, where's Motley? Where's Motley? I haven't seen Motley. Hashtag Motley hasn't Mott. played. Hashtag free the Mott. All those games that you guys wanted to see, Motley, you got you got it all. Just we just binged it. We binged it all in one game. So you got all the <laughs> Motley you could ask for. He played forty one minutes. He scored fourteen points, had eight boards, uh, an assist, and a steal. And Did he play more tonight combined than he has all season? Man, that's a great question. That's probably true. <laughs> I mean, I think I need to look that up. His whole season as a two-way player. There's a couple things I want to throw out. How funny was it that Maxi hit two, went two for two from three, and he never saw the court again? 
He played 12 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> so it was like, Rick's like, Maxi, you're not doing, Maxie, doing it to us again. Maxi, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> three. Um, Yogi played just 17 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and how many minutes did, did Berea play? Because he went out with a uh, apparent oblique strain. Ooh, JJ played him. He, he had a long night. He played 10 minutes. <laughs> Motley played 49 minutes before tonight. So he, oh, okay. he played eight less minutes Barely. than he's had all year. <laughs> Doug, Almost Doug just played 20 his, minutes. Yeah, I was expecting to see more Doug because he was in the starting lineup. But, man, they really rode those guys. They, they rode the G League team hard tonight. Uh, man, and then on the, was, other and, side, and, the, the, on the other side, the Magic – uh, sat guys too. They sat Jonathan oh. Simmons. They sat. Didn't they sit Jonathan Isaac too? I didn't see him. Oh, they uh, sat so many people. Mo Spates, Vucevic, yeah. Aflalo. Yes, like there you go. I mean, Vucevic the is the big team. one. Yeah, uh, I mean, Artis, Purvis, Birch, all these dudes. Is that like, a law firm? Yeah. <laughs> Artis and Birch law firm. Artis, Purvis, and Birch. <laughs> no, those are the bad guys from the uh, the Fantastic Mr. Fox movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Artist Purvis Birch. Hmm. One fat, one short, one mean. Okay, this is where we're at today, guys. This is this is okay, guys. What what number is this? This is episode number two some two hundred and something. Two a lot. Let's leave it at that. Well, episode two hundred a lot. This is where this is how yeah. what it's come to be. We have watched so many Mavericks games like this one. It is just yeah. it has sucked the life out of us. And I am so ready for the summer. I'm so ready. Oh yeah, this summer. I think um I think everyone in the organization is just ready for this year to be done. <laughs> Which um, is the exact the same thing we said last year. <laughs> and we didn't think it could have gotten worse last year, but one of the lowest years of all time. For that's a that's a great question. Is it worse than last year? I would say no. Nick, with everything considered, last year was bad because the pick wasn't with gonna... everything considered off the court too for oh, that, the whole organization. That's a great point. Never mind. Okay, the whole organization wants it to be <laughs> very, over. Very, yeah, very that, low year. Yeah, that's a great uh, point. I completely, <laughs> let me shout I completely out. just blanked that out of my mind because I was I'm only just thinking about <laughs> basketball stuff right now. I try to forget about it too sometimes. Um. Shout out to ESPN Box Score for having Nerlens Noel listed and <laughs> as a coach's decision for a reason he did not play. So. NBA.com just has him listed there with zero minutes. <laughs> oh, um, but man. yeah, Nerlens. I don't have anything else about this game. Oh, Salamedri also went out with an injury too. Salamedri has been either injured or almost injured in probably fifty percent of the games he's played this year. True or false? Um, true. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to protect himself, though. He's hitting free agency, and he's I been, know. been pretty clear. He wants to get paid. So. <laughs> just seems like it happens all the time. Uh, other <laughs> things from this game, Collinsworth had a pretty solid night. He had 13 points. That's his career high. He had nine rebounds, six assists. He's got a lot of time. He got a lot of run. And when he gets a lot of yeah. run, he's going to fill up the box score. He's He was Mr. Triple-Double in college, so that's just what he's going to do. Yeah, I don't – I was looking at the – the lineup to end the game tonight and this is like how many well we have a game we're gonna play with this pretty soon but like how who's gonna be back next year like if you had to pick one it's not Motley a game this is people's lives isaac motley or collinsworth oh dang uh sorry collinsworth i'm going motley okay because i don't think anyone else would pick up collinsworth and we could just put him back on the legends <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. So mean. No, it's not. I'm just being honest. I think if he, I think Collinsworth has a really good shot at being back if he has a decent summer league. Because Rick really likes him, and he really likes his defense. He's such a Rick player. He's such a Rick player. He is, and he's he, just—he's really smart. He just needs to be able to shoot like a little bit, like even a little. Yeah, bit. he need—he needs to be Pat Connaughton. Is that how you say it or Connaughton? Yeah, but Pat Connaughton is a good, a really good three-point shooter. Yeah, that's my thing. He needs to be him, like. He needs to be him. Oh, he needs to go from a uh, from, <laughs> from a reluctant three point shooter to an excellent three point shooter. That's what he needs to do. Yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome. awesome. He needs to be that guy. Every <laughs> take Connaughton's three point shot away, and he's Collinsworth. So, <laughs> but my point is, my point is, if Collinsworth gets that three point shot, then he he has a spot in the league like long term. <laughs> <laughs> all right peace out <laughs> oh man this is not even late it's like nine o'clock right now <laughs> nick's getting slap happy oh here. my gosh that was so fun <laughs> that, was, that was so funny all right let's move on this game uh so the mavericks did lose 100 to 105 i'm tired of talking about this yeah game. this game is oh, this game is done and let's move on to the the uh, Mavericks esports team, their uh, their NBA 2K League team, the Mavericks, Mavs Gaming, Mavs GG, Mavs GG, Mavs GG. I'll give, I'll give a basic overview overview of the league real quick. Um, so you know, obviously, you said at the beginning went on Ben Skin Show today, and you know they're just like it was an awesome sk- segment, by the way. If you guys didn't listen to it, I really hope they podcasted it. Uh, they just, did, yeah. I retweeted a little bit ago. They just tweeted out like an hour ago, and I retweeted it. It just, it's just my segment on there, so it's like ten minutes. Yeah, which is so. really, really good. They don't, they don't even keep a lot of people on that long, which I thought was good. Uh, really, it's just funny because they're they're uh, they're too like. Uh, I mean, obviously, I think everyone knows Jeff Skin Wade, but Ben Rogers and him, they've been friends since elementary school. And they uh, are like in their forties right now, and they have kids, and like they're they've been talking about Fortnite all week, and so the only video game that they can think of right now is Fortnite. And then all of a sudden, this two K thing comes out of nowhere, and they're like, "Wait a minute, where are all these video games coming from?" And so they just start yeah. talking about, you know, literally, and that's how it happened too. Like Skin called me this morning and was like, "Bro, um, can you come on today and explain what the heck's going on <laughs> with, with this thing?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, like let's do this." And yeah, so basically, it is, if you listen to... Sorry, it is it is a really weird thing for people that just didn't know that this existed because all of yeah. a sudden it just opens up this whole world that you did not even know existed. It's like, is Pan's Labyrinth, is is that a good example of like something oh, <laughs> that gosh. you're like... That you're like, that just didn't exist and then all of a sudden it just opened up. Or it's like Narnia. It's Narnia. That's what it is. All of a Narnia. sudden there's this other world that you just you walk through a wardrobe and you're like, holy cow, there's this whole other world on this other side of this wardrobe that I had no oh, yeah. idea. It's just like, it's almost like an alien thing. And it's this concept of when I was you know doing this story, it's this, it, it, it's this concept that for years the stereotype of a gamer is yeah. this fat kid in a basement and his mom's basically eating pizza. And it's just it's changed now. Which They're, is that's I what mean, that's what we all want to do in life anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, but it's so much different. I mean, like the like Ninja who plays Fortnite and streams on on Twitch, he makes over five hundred thousand dollars a month off Twitch. 
and off subs- people subscribing. He has two million over two million people who subscribe to his Twitch account just to log in on their phone. Like I know I know a handful of people that every time he, this guy logs on his console to play Fortnite, they get a notification on their phone and they watch their phone. They watch him play the video game. And it it sounds wild, but like the dude is just I mean he's a millionaire because of it. He gets better ratings than the Mavericks do. <laughs> Um, but no, the basis of this is back before Christmas, NBA announces this partnership with NBA 2K, the video game. And it's like, Hey, we're going to create this professional league to where gamers are going to going, are going to go through this, um, just through, through this like combine and try to qualify 72,000 players, uh, qualified for this. They took them, them through a month long combine and after a bunch of interviews and everything, nailed it down to 102 players. Gosh. And it's it's wild, man. When I so when I did this story and I walked into the, their offices and stuff, and you know the coach is off to the side. He's he's on the phone and he's like, I've been I've been calling every prospect um, for the past like week and doing these phone interviews. The guy I was talking to in the cubicle, Chuck. Chuck's a full time draft analyst. That works for Mavs Gaming, <laughs> and this dude is literally at his computer Monday through Friday, and he he is watching game tape of all these different like usernames. So he's like clicking on a username like Sick Nick Forty Eight. He's a power forward that likes to share, and he has this full scouting profile on this guy's Two K like game, and he and that's like that's his full time job, and it was just it's wild to see. To see that, so ba- so basically, there's 17 teams, uh, NBA teams across the NBA elected to be a part of it. Of course, Mark Cuban, Mavs are going to be a part of it. That's the thing. Cubans really really likes esports and all this stuff. They're gonna, you know, the league is six months long. They're gonna have a game every week or so. They're gonna fly to New York, play it. But it's all this stuff like off of it. If you want to say off the court, but yeah. off the system, I guess, is what's wild to me because they're providing housing. Here in Dallas, like they're going to have the Mavs gaming housing to where all the team is going to live there and then get up and go to practice. They're going to have their own practice facility. Um, they're going to have workout routines, physical workout, because they have did all this research to where the more in shape you are, it affects your mental state. Like the person, the, not not in the, the game. The actual like. person, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're in the game lifting. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they've already been in talk with like meal prep companies to help provide their meals and different stuff like that. And, uh, they just hired a team psychologist who's, uh, who's coming in under Don Kalkstein, Kalkstein, uh, who, who is the, uh, the guy, the director, the director of psychology for the Mavericks and the Mavericks team and organization. So this guy's going to be under DK and, but he's going to focus just on Mavs gaming and the team at Mavs Gaming, which is only six players. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean, we haven't even talked about the facility. There's going to be a 20,000 square foot facility uh, being built in Deep Ellum here that's in very, Dallas. That's very big. <laughs> yeah, and they're transforming the old Mavs offices into this. And there's going to be a professional esports stage to where hopefully they can host events in the future. They're going to have their practice facility there, a video production um, center there to where they can do podcast interviews, different stuff like that. And But the biggest thing for the fans and community-wise is they're opening up for fans to come in 
and play video games. They want they're really big on they want to encourage and help build this next generation of gamers and as funny as that might sound to people, but then kids can come in, their parents or friends, whatever, and they can play video games like 2K and even non-sports games like Fortnite and whatever it is. And so it's they have a lot of community stuff planned, and it's going to be, I mean, it's going up pretty quick. Like phase one is supposed to be done by the end of May, and then it just goes on from there. So it's wild, man. It's It's crazy. It's insane. It, it's it's crazy how it seems like it just comes up so fast. Like they all of a sudden just had this whole plan, <laughs> you know, like so fast. Yeah. And uh, Adam Silver was did a, a press conference today with the uh, the was it the not the owner? I guess he's like the CEO or the, the guy that runs uh, 2K and then the uh, commissioner of the, I guess the the uh, 2K league. And uh, he said he's been working on this for about a year, year and a half. Um, getting all this together and so this has all been in the works how the game actually works though i found kind of interesting because a lot of people are like well they just why do they need all these players and how does that work and why do they have six you know and all this stuff so each player so the mavericks drafted five players today that will be their starting lineup and they all play with a specific player now they don't play with your your you know your Dennis Smith Juniors, your Harrison Barnes, your Dirk Nowitzkis, they're going to play with this like generic player that they kind of cre- that they created. They made it look however they want, and they're like a specific type of player. So like the guy that was drafted number one overall by the Mavericks today is is a guy named Dimes. He is a point guard. He's you know a, like a six two six three point guard, and he you get to pick an archetype. So you get to pick two different things that you want to focus on, which. In 2K, you have your my player. That's sort of how you do that as well. You pick like a, you pick what your player looks like, and then you pick two different things that they're good at. And so like Dimes, he's super good at you know like passing. Obviously, he had a game where he had 55 assists, <laughs> and like a that's like a regulation like 2K league or like a you know 2K pro am game. <laughs> yeah, that's against like real players. And so yeah, the, these guys they have all these different things. So we have a, we have a point guard, a guy that will play shooting guard spot, a guy that will play, play the small forward, power forward, and, and center spots. So you have each guy, and then you have a sixth man that's kind of just like an alternate. And the sixth man that they picked was a center. And and that's where the offensive like scheme and like coaching. So they have a head coach, they have a GM, they have you know, all this stuff, and that's where the coaching goes into where you pick the archetype. So for instance, like a center. You know, are you going? You have the choice as the center to be. Are you going to be a Rudy, Rudy Gobert type? Or are you going to be a Dirk? Are you going to when you pick your archetypes? If you in it, you know, and naturally it will take down from some of the others. So if you pick to be a three point shooting center, then your rebounding and defense is going to go down some. So it's like a give and take. So then strategy comes into it as far as. You know, if you're playing against somebody and, you know, he's a stretch five and you're trying to guard him and, like, do you counter that, different stuff like that. So that's how it's different because all the players will be rated, like, 85 or 90 overall. So, like, none of them will be, like, 99s and then one guy's be, like, 85 or something. They'll all be rated equally. The difference comes into play and where skill comes in is the archetypes. And that's where it gets uh, gets different from there. Yeah, and so these are the players that the Mavericks drafted. Uh, number one overall, we said, was uh, our boy, Dat Boy Dimes. He is pretty much the number one player in NBA 2K. Uh, it was pretty much like you mentioned on Bennett's Skin today that he's like the Anthony Davis. He is the consensus number one overall pick. And you were like, I really hope they pick him. And then they did. <laughs> yeah, he, and Jordan Brand, he, he has a relationship with Jordan Brand already. They did a whole article on him, interviewed him, Q&A type thing. 
you know, it, it would be wild. Like, what if Jordan Brand, like, endorsed him and stuff like that? He wore Jordan shoes, like, on the game and then, like, real life and stuff like that. And that, you know, that's wild. And, like, the fully custom, like, if you go to the top of my article, uh, they have, like, the, the like, a promo video of the Mavs court and stuff. It's like, the Mavs virtual court. They have sponsorships with like sponsors stuff where you see a logo on the court. They have Mavs gaming jerseys, different stuff like that. And that stuff, to my understanding, will be available to buy. <laughs> and there will yeah, be the, jerseys. The uh, Mavs gaming, the Twitter account was giving away stuff. So they already have like shirts and hats and stuff already. Yeah, yeah. Shirts and hats and stuff for sure. And jerseys, you know, I'm pretty sure jerseys eventually too, which would be crazy. And I know the actual players like me and you, if we're playing, they'll have their own like t-shirt type jerseys too. And uh, you know, if what if they become available to buy too? That would be uh, pretty wild. Are you but, uh, are you copping a dimes? Copping a dimes shirt? Jersey? Oh, I gotta see what it's like. I got me a hat and a shirt and stuff, but I gotta see what what these jerseys. The hats look like. cool. I like the logo. Oh, I do too. Yeah, and you know, we talked about um, the process of that logo and how the NBA and this outside company and how hands on Cuban was in the prospect on the process. And how Cuban, you know, went through all the logos too with him, and how you know he helped pick one that he liked. Cuban's impact on the facility downtown, and how originally they're like, oh, you know, I don't know, you know, we're just gonna go kind of halfway with this facility, kind of, you know, make it whatever. And then Cuban's like, no, we're gonna go all out. Like, we're, I want a nice, you know, thing. And because he, you know, he's all in on esports, and he, you know, I got a quote from him for the story, and yeah, so I mean. It's, it's kind of like what you said. There's this whole world that a lot of people la- like laugh at video games. And, you know, yeah, we used to play them a lot when we were, like, younger in, like, high school and stuff. And now, you know, we're married. And I got a kid on the way. We're working all this stuff. And, like, I still try to make time here and there. But it's always just been, like, you know, just like a hobby for us outside of life or a getaway from, like, stress or something like that. It's like, oh, just turn it on. Play something with your friends. When there's a whole new world where people are making full-time salaries off this. And that's wild. Like dimes just won $250,000 last year in a tournament. tournament. (laughs) Dimes also said, I was watching an interview. I think it was with uh, the crossover. He spent, he pretty much spends 14 hours a day playing at what he says, training (laughs) on 2k, like just playing 2k. I maybe have played 2k for 14 hours, like total. (laughs) 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 Like since I bought it, and he plays that daily. He says that he, he logs on, and then his team logs on, and he starts before them, and then as soon as they're they're all done, he just switches to a different game and plays a different game. Like he, is, he is like a machine, like a video game machine, if you could say it like that. Uh, but he was the number one overall pick. The number two, so the, it was a snake draft. So the Mavericks had the first the first pick in the uh, 2K draft, and then they had the uh, last pick in the second round, the first pick in the third round, etc. In the uh, – with so – they pick their point guard. Dimes is their point guard. He's going to stay their point guard for, you know, forever. He's not going to be replaced by, by anybody uh, yeah. because their alternate guy is a center. The uh, next guy they picked was this guy, Dave Fry. Uh, he is a power forward. He is from Texas. He is he is from right here in the Metroplex. And so he even, uh, after they drafted him today, he drove over to the uh, facility and did an interview <laughs> with them because he was just here. That's why. And you know what's crazy is they I asked them I said what's the hardest hardest position position to play, and they said the position with the most skill was power forward, because there's so much hmm. diversity at that position in the game, 
as far as like what they can be. And there's a bunch of different roles that they can play from stretch to slasher to athletic to rebounder to different stuff like that. And I asked him what was the hardest to scout and you're going to talk about, and it was shooting guard because not most people want to be like point guards and centers on the game. And they said shooting guards, like the difference between the top shooting guard and like the, like the 10th shooting guard isn't, like a huge, huge difference compared to some of the other mm. positions, but but keep on going with the starting five. Yeah, so so Dave Fry was their second pick, and then in the top of the third round they picked uh, this guy JLB Two K, and uh, he is a center from uh, he <laughs> he. It's kind of weird saying he's a center, but like he plays <laughs> he plays as a center, and he's from Germany. He's like five foot eight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he uh, he's from Germany, and so they call him basically. What do they call him? Like the uh, the esports e- Nowitzki or something like that is yeah. I, think, I think what they call him like the internet Nowitzki, uh, and so he was super pumped. He was just very excited to get to uh, to get to Dallas and to play uh, for this team because he loves Dirk. There's a there's a picture of him in a magazine that says like Ichbinder uh, esports Nowitzki, and it just has this big spread of him, like a picture of him, his whole gaming setup, and all this stuff. Uh, and apparently like, that magazine is one of the biggest sports magazines in all of like Europe. Yeah. And so he, uh, he tweeted this. He said, I don't even know what to say. Huge thanks to Mavs GG for the opportunity. This really means a lot being able to play this for the same franchise as the greatest German basketball player that has ever played. I can't wait to get started. So super excited for him. Uh, and then, uh, after that, and just they, think about him, just think about him yeah. in context. He's flying across the world. Yeah. Visa, yeah. visa and everything. <laughs> To move to Dallas to play, to play a video games. game for six months. Like, that's wild. One of the other cool things, and it wasn't any of the Mavs guys, but some of the other guys I saw say, like, I made it out of the hood. Like, you know, they're like, mm. finally I made it, or like, I finally got a full, like, this is my first, like, full time job, or I finally got a career. Just stuff yeah. like that. And just the lives that were changed. It was, it was 102 draft yeah. picks that were made today. And those are, like, honestly, lives that are changed. This is a, I mean, this is a really good. It's a pretty good paying job for six months. <laughs> and then you also have endorsement opportunities. If you win a championship, there's a million dollar pool that'll be split throughout the season from, you know, regular season awards and, and playoffs and, and the championship and all that. So these guys could win some serious, some serious money uh, with all this. The next picks that were made. Uh, so the, the beginning of the end of the fourth and the beginning of the fifth round, uh, this guy, uh, Devilion. These are the guys I don't know that much about. <laughs> uh, I think it's Davillion. Uh He is a uh, small forward, and he is from uh, – oh, where is he from? I can't remember. I think he's yeah, from I – I think, he, I think he's from Canada. And then there's a guy named uh, uh, Ball-like Seam. He's the shooting guard that they drafted, and uh, and he's from, from Philadelphia. And then there was the uh, – the center that they picked is their sixth man. What do you, he was the uh, the last pick in the entire draft. So the Mavs had the first pick and the very mm. last pick in the whole draft. So imagine if you're uh, you're you're Mister Irrelevant for the uh, for the East. Yeah, but here's the thing. You know, we joked about that when I was doing the story and I was talking to him about stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll have the very last pick too." And I'm like, "You know what? Like, even if you're the last pick, oh, you made it out of seventy two thousand people. That's, so like, those are just the people that qualified." Yeah. You imagine yeah. all the people that tried. I mean, you're probably talking millions of people that yeah. tried. They they said that they they sold uh, nine million copies of um, of NBA 2K17 and eight million copies of 2K18. 
So that's wild. You'd think like maybe like an eighth of those people tried. That's a million. <laughs> that's insane. You know, and like, anybody. Yeah. Anybody could have tried too. Yeah. So anybody could have. So that's what this whole uh, Mavs gaming thing is all about. That's what we're, we're very, we're really interested to see how it's all going to play out. We'll probably have a couple podcasts about it and we might even interview some of these guys. They're, I've, Assuming they're going to be pretty available, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so hopefully we'll be able to uh, to get some of them. Uh, go follow them on on Twitter. I went ahead and uh, tweeted all their handles, so you can go follow them uh, and just check out what this whole thing's going to be about. And if anything, guys, it's just more basketball. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's just it's different. Like I get some people out there. I'm like, man, it's just a video game. I, I get that, and it's not for everyone. I no, know that. It's not. And it, it's it's not equivalent to the NBA. It's just it's just something different. It's something that's um, just blown up in the world is esports. And if you like video games, like I mean, I, we both like video games. Yeah. And I, obviously, we don't get to play it a ton, but like I think it's intriguing. I don't know if I could sit down and watch it for three hours, but I think it's intriguing and we can have fun with it and see where it goes. Especially, I mean, if it's as big as deal that they're making it and they're building a facility and yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to follow along with it and see where it goes from there. Yeah. So that's what's going on with Mavs gaming guys. Thank you so much for listening to locked on Mavericks. Again, you can follow me at Nick Van exit. You can follow Isaac at Isaac L Harris. You can follow us at locked on Mavs. Appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back probably tomorrow. Uh, and we'll see you again. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>